0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Last weekend, we spoke directly with the president of the Canadian Medical Association about the shortfalls throughout Canada's healthcare system. Dr. Catherine Smart was very direct and told us what she would advise Canada's premiers to do at their federation meeting this past Monday and Tuesday. Well, the president of the Canadian Medical Association, Dr. Catherine Smart, is back with us. Uh, Dr. Smart, it's quite a story, eh?
1: Thanks for having me back, Roy. Always yeah,
0: good to good. talk to you. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Um, what was your message? What was the fundamental message that you delivered to the, uh, to, the, to the premiers? Because the word that the CMA uses about our healthcare system, the word is crumbling. What did you tell them?
1: That was really the message was just to make sure they were really aware of just how dire things are. The fact that in our perspective, the healthcare care system is collapsing. And really it was an appeal to them uh, to do the work, to partner with healthcare providers, physicians, nurses, other providers across the system to move past the politics and the arguing with the federal government to really map out a plan. Because right now the system is failing Canadians um, and we need their help to get things back
0: on track. So the question we all ask ourselves because we we all know somebody who's gone for treatment or try to get a diagnosis or needs surgery and they've been delayed and delayed and delayed and they continue to be delayed and you and I talked about that last weekend do the do the politicians abs- understand the absolute urgency of the challenges facing Canadian healthcare do they fully understand and does the federal government fully understand as well
1: well, certainly they say those things. You know, we saw in the press conference after the cough meeting, the premiers acknowledging just the state of crisis in the healthcare system. And I, I thought some of the things they were saying was some of the most public acknowledgement we've seen. In the follow-up of the week after, we saw several premiers uh, saying those same things in their individual press conferences. So I think the language we're hearing is shifting. But again, you know, this is not a problem that's going to be solved by talking. I think where we're struggling is where's the action that really, you know, yeah. On par with how bad things are, and right now that's missing.
0: Yeah, remind us, please, as doctors in this country, what are you telling and representing us, the patients, and yourselves? What are you telling the politicians, the premiers, that is most necessary? What's the action that has to be taken, not tomorrow but today?
1: Well, I think right now, you know, our biggest issue is staff shortages. Uh, that is really impacting the ability to deliver care and and that's an issue both in our hospitals and in the community so we've got issues with retention of family doctors which is having a dramatic impact and we have major issues in our hospital with retention of nurses and now we're even starting to have some challenges with physicians so i think with those two issues how do we retain the staff we have how do we retain people in primary care Um, And and how do we get on with models of care that are going to keep people in the system? Because right now we are bleeding those resources. And those are precious resources. It takes over a decade to train a doctor. It takes over four years to train a nurse. We need to keep those people that we have. Um, So we need to really create an action plan about how to do that in the near term. And then in the longer term, of course, we need a better idea about what we're going to do over time to recruit and, and train more healthcare professionals. But right now, We've got to keep people in family medicine. We've got to create models of care that allow them to keep patients. And we've got to fix the staffing issues in our hospitals. Otherwise, we're going to continue to see all the headlines we've been seeing about emergency departments not being able to care for patients.
0: Yeah, that's very, very, very concerning, deeply concerning. And uh, you and I talked last weekend about the fact that at least five million Canadians have no primary care physician. So the very first rung of uh, of, of public health care starts to fail on day one. They can go to walk-in clinics or to emergency rooms, but they're stressed and overstressed. So the the action has to come, and there has to be a retention of uh, of, of uh, primary care physicians. What can we do as uh, as as patients, as Canadians, to to stand with the doctors of this country?
1: I think we need to see more Canadians really coming out publicly, calling out their politicians on this, right? We need people writing to their MLAs and MPs. We need people, you know, when I was at COP, there was a group of patients protesting what's going on. I think we need citizens to be way more vocal. Like, unfortunately, I think people have become very complacent in Canada, almost like we soothe ourselves with the bomb of believing we have a universal health care system, and, and therefore we're almost afraid to say anything else. Um, and I think the time now is really for political action. People need to be speaking up. If politicians see that the citizens are demanding this, I think then we haven't actually seen a ton of outcry from the public. So I would really encourage people to, to be part of that outcry. Make it known that this is not good
0: enough. If you want to hear more,